welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. That little fuck I was for a minute. Yes. And I'm Steve. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Yes, we will. Uh, so this is Let's Talk It All. We're going to talk about it all. And tonight's show, we are going to, well, just to preface this, we, we just had St. Patrick's Day. Yes, we did. St. Patty's Day. So we thought this show, uh, we'd talk about... Irish mythology, folklore, and creatures. So we're gonna, at least some of the show we're going to talk about that. This is a this is a two-hour production. Let me tell you, we're not going to take up all that time talking about the Irish. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about tonight. But there is all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about tonight. So I will let Jeff kick us off while he's got things fresh in his mind. Yeah, fresh in my mind. So now uh, I don't know if I talked about this in the past on the show. I don't think I have, but. Uh, I have one kid in uh, Wolf Scouts, okay, and I have another kid in Boy Scouts, okay, and that's the different levels of Boy Scouts, basically. You got, you know, you got your Weevil Scouts, you got your Cub Scouts, and on and on and on, Tiger Scouts, all that crap stuff. And uh, anyway, so it's $51 a year per kid, okay, and it's a dollar a week. So you got to show up and do this dollar a week. Plus, you're going to buy the shirts, you know, the books, and the scarves, and the hats. And any extra activities outside of the normal, you know, say they go camping, you got to pay for that. Say they go to a hockey game, of course you got to pay for that. So all this other stuff you got to pay for, which I really don't mind. But tonight, you know, I just figured it was a regular meeting tonight. So I, you know, I got the kid, took him over, we rushed through dinner, woofed it down. I made dinner, we woofed it down. Got the scouts, and it's at a church here in town, and usually we go through the back door. Well, the back door was closed and locked tonight. I'm like, well, that's kind of odd. That never happens. Well, there was a good reason why, folks. So we get ushered through the front door into the church pews. And there's a gentleman there I've never seen before. And all the parents there and every single scout there, all, you know, not the Boy Scouts themselves. They actually meet in a different night. But the Cub Scouts, uh, the Tiger Scouts, uh, the Weebo Scouts, and, of course, the Wolf Scouts were all there. And so... The, uh, the den leader guy, his name is Mr. Perry, uh, he uh, gave the introduction to this other gentleman, I already forgot his name, um, and he's like the regional director, you know, uh, for the troops in this region, you know, for, he covers like 10 counties or something. So he has this little chart <coughs> and, this, and this poster and, <coughs> and they start talking about the benefits of scouts, his other business, and, and he goes, tonight I'm asking all you to pledge. You know, to pledge a little extra into the scout program. I'm like, here we go. Just like in church, they're handing out the collection basket. Like right? being on public television. Yeah, right? I'm like, what? Membership like, drive. So, well, he's going on, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So then the assistant stands up, and she's got envelopes with every scout's name on it for the parents. And handing out each parent this envelope, right? And pens. Did they at least use the collection plate to do this? <laughs> no! no. <laughs> and pens, right? And pens. And like... You know, we're asking for $180 per pledge. You don't have to pay it all right now. You can pledge two months from now and maybe give me $20 a night or whatever. And I'm like, what are these people nuts? But you get this special badge. And you get to show off on your refrigerator and put it on the back of your car and you pledge. So I'm making this up. I am not making it up. And he goes, but for $500, $500. <laughs> Dude, I almost fell out of the pew. And for five hundred dollars, you get a gold tote bag, <laughs> tote bag, and commemorative DVD of Uncle Bob's a Cup Master. 
I'm not joking. Five hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm looking around. And everyone's got their checkbook out. <laughs> They're like, I'm the only one that filled this thing out. I'm the only one. And like, what are these people all rich? <laughs> I mean, am I the lowest denominator here? The lowest guy in the, the payroll? I'm like, are you kidding me? So they're all writing, they're all handing this stuff in at the end of the meeting. I walked right past a guy. I didn't stop. I didn't say hello. Didn't make contact. Right, didn't make contact. Went right down to the meeting. So then he comes down to our troop meeting. He noticed I didn't drop off. I'm, the sure, I'm sure he did. Oh, he did. I'm he sure knows which ones paid, which ones were bad, you know, bad oh, people. Not Saint Nick. Not happy. So St. Nick came down to the meeting. He looked like St. Nick a little too. He was, yeah. he was older guy. He comes down. And he walks, struck in to our, you know, our meeting, and I'm sitting, I'm one of the adults, I always stay with my kid, I never go off, I always stay for right. a meeting. A lot of parents go off, they go to the bar and come back, I don't do that, I'm a good dad. So, he comes down, and you know, he's just standing to me, he's kind of looking around the room, you know, and I wouldn't even make eye contact, I got out my phone, so you walked in, and started, went on Facebook. <laughs> Not even looking at you, you gotta get any money out of me, get the hell out of here, you fat bastard. You know, so, uh, that, I'm really pissed. To me, you know, look at camp, day camp. It's one week long. It's $130 for my kid. I drop him off at 8, and I got to pick him at 4. Okay? I have to make sure he has a lunch and also their business. It's $130. With, I understand it costs money to do these things for kids. I get that. But I don't mind paying $130. But don't hit me up on the same night I just paid $130 for day camp for one week. Hit me up for another 180 It's not going to happen. It's simply not going to happen. So... Was there, was there a purpose behind the 180, or is it just we need more money, so we're going to No, invoke? I, I, apparently they do this every year. And well, apparently, because everyone had the checkbook but you. Yeah, and, and this year <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, the new number, maybe last year it was 150, this year, oh, we're looking for 180. You know, we had to give out raises to the regional people who actually do this for a living. Because there are, this is some of these people. Well, yeah, well, yeah it's, yeah, it's an you organization, know, it's yeah, business. I know, but uh, I, 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 the way I look at it, I pay enough. Some say it's a stepping stone to the NRA, but yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm not, I am not a rich person. Even though you think I'm a one percenter, I am not a one percenter. Well, I, you must be one and a half percenter then because, <sighs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that was my, uh, my Boy Scout uh, hotness tonight. I'm not a happy man. Uh, I took... Four wheels out again this weekend. Saturday, I took Keegan. Me and Keegan went all day nice. down the river and uh, had a great day all day. He, he, he was behind me. I put a mirror on the white grizzly, the 700, so I could huh? see him behind me and keep track of him. He did great all day, not an accident, until the very end when I said, You know what? Why don't you ride the grizzly for a little bit? Big mistake. Did, we, did he just go through this? He went behind me. He was be, no, not in front of you this time. He was behind me. Oh, he's behind you this time. Yeah, and he wrecked the, the smaller one. It was the last time he wrecked the smaller oh, okay. one. Right? Okay. So he's behind this, me. This story sounded familiar all of yeah, a sudden. And the grizzly, right? And we're coming to a fence area. I'm thinking, there's going to be one area he's going to wreck it. He's going right along right. this fence. So I was going five miles per hour, literally five miles per hour. I look in the mirror. I didn't hit the mirror, by the way. So I actually like turn around and I see the grizzly. On its side, totally on its side, like this, right? <laughs> and him trying to push it back up into the fence. So he's trying to push it up onto we, uh, up to the <laughs> on the floor into a fence. <clears throat> God <throat> damn it! <laughs> I get back, I come back, drive back, get back to him. Like, what the f are you doing? And he, oh, I took my eyes off now for one minute. Next guy knows up in the fence. Well, no shit, Sherlock. That's why you don't look away. You know. <laughs> Off for one minute. <laughs> nice. So what apparently had happened is he 
he had glanced away, and he knows he was too close to the fence at that point when he glanced up. It's like he needed to break. What did he do? Hit the gas. Hit the gas. Hit the gas. Hit the gas. So no damage was done. Nice. We, we did lose. We did lose the tire pressure gauge, uh, which is unique for that vehicle, by the way. So I have to find out how the order went for the dealership because that's gone. Um, and a little, a little, another little thing disappeared. I noticed it yesterday. I was changing the oil, but just two little things. Not a big deal. Nothing to can't replay. And he's fine. If that was the big concern, make sure he was okay. But um, it's just funny, you know. I. Uh, so he's he's banded from the ten thousand dollar machine, and he is uh, he is a little red wagon behind you just yeah, towing along. Yeah, he's uh, he's only allowed to ride the four hundred behind me now. So that that that's it. No more. Yeah. But, uh, so so Jeff and his four wheelers. Jeff has invited me at some point to go out with yes. him and his four wheelers, <laughs> and I think just to know, in full disclosure for Jeff, just so he knows, um, I was at and I wasn't driving. But I was a passenger in a golf cart when it overturned. Oh, <laughs> so it was one of those things, you know, just baby steps. Everything with baby, baby steps. steps. No, it was it was just stupidity, you know. Okay, so if you're in a golf cart with the pedal fully depressed, trying to cut someone off because <laughs> you're racing, and you realize the shortcut you're going to take is probably hazardous and you may not fit. You, like Keegan, you need to apply the brake, <laughs> not just keep going full bore and trying to turn all at once. Because those don't turn very well. They're very, Oof. you wouldn't think they're top heavy, but for some reason, the center of gravity is all messed <laughs> up on them. So all I know is one minute we're headed for this clearing in the shrubbery, and the next minute we're on our side. I'm I'm laying on top of the guy that was driving. He's yelling at me to move so he can get out of the thing. I can't move. I got two bad hips. You know how this goes. <laughs> oh my god! It was the the top of the top of the golf cart looked like a teepee was peeped up, and we can and we can hear and we can hear we can hear the the greenskeeper on his thing coming. So now we're in a panic. We're trying to get this thing turned back upright. You know, the two guys were golfing with they're just laughing their asses off. They were help golf clubs are spewed over like twenty yards. There's just golf clubs. Both of them spewed over these twenty yards. Yeah. Yeah, that was good times. Good times. Good times. In those kind of accidents, you really don't feel the damage till four or five hours later when you kinda come down after it happened and relax and all of a sudden, realize like, oh, it's really difficult to move your joints, I'm really sore. like your elbows, shoulders, and knees and hips. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm sure the four wheeler is much safer to drive than the golf. They are much safer. To okay, drive. and I, so I took I took Heather out Sunday, and we had a great day. We had no problems, you know. So we had a great time. So good time. You know, she rides to. She has a grizzly when we go out. It's got power steering. It's way more comfortable, you know, the big one. Um, I drive the little one. <laughs> it's not little, though. I mean, like, it's still 81 inches long. It's still, you know, almost 40 inches tall. Uh, it just, instead of 700 cc's, we've got 400. That's the big difference, you know. So. And it doesn't have power steering, so it's, it's not that much of a difference, but, you know. you got to keep holding and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but so it just takes more effort to turn. This is like a great day for Jeff. Just go out and hang out with other, but doesn't have to listen to her. Oh, wow. Bam. <laughs> 
Uh, most of you won't understand the joke. That's <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, um, again, don't don't close caption this shop <laughs> ever ever ever. Um, anything else going on this week? Uh, well, uh, just work. You know, normal work stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, next weekend, I plan to take the four hours out again, and then after that, um, I have a week of on call work for my job. And then April 1st, I start my vacation, which I'll April. be go four-wheeling on my vacation, which will be awesome. I'll nice. be gone with the kids and her. We'll be up at the Majestic Trail in Rue, Pennsylvania. And we rented the biggest, baddest cabin they have. It's got heat and air conditioning and satellite TV and VR nice. shit and everything else. Nice. And, you know, it's got direct access to the trails. And uh, there's over 60 or 70 miles of the trails there in a great wilderness. There's cool. bears and deer and elk and everything uh, else. Sounds fun. And maybe not elk, but everything else. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going out. Caribou. 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 Fucking. Kangaroo jumping around. Kangaroos. Kiwanas. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, nice. Uh, now, you know, I, before we get into our subject of matter tonight, uh, I wanted to bring something up with you before I forgot. And um, I don't know how you feel about this, no boy. but I am really not crazy about this. Uh, I am not happy with Rex Tillerson being given the launch. I am not happy with the, the CIA director, now ex-CIA director, becoming the Secretary of State. I'm not happy about that. I'm definitely not happy, happy with the waterboarding specialist becoming the head of the CIA. That woman. <laughs> um, it's not I, about that. Yeah. This to me, has become a very, very warlike uh, cabinet. Um, I, uh, I I have some uh, real just uh, concerns, legit concerns at this point, I guess. Uh, I've always supported Trump on most of his decisions. Uh, I am not happy about what he's doing right now. I think it's too hard nose. Where Obama was a pussy, and nobody can't say he wasn't unless you're a complete blind idiot, You've got the extreme on the other end with Trump at this point, I think, and I am a, a tad bit concerned. Your thoughts? Um, I heard about the waterboarding chick, and then I've been kind of semi-closely, not really closely, just kind of loosely following the whole fire the FBI guy two days before his retirement kind of thing, that, that kind of crazy is going on. Um, yeah, I forgot that part. Thank you. Yeah. Um, this just may be another stop on the crazy train. You know, this may be... See, Kyle is what I'm worried about, my friend. (laughs) And it takes a lot for me to say that. Yeah, you know. I think you need to see how it plays out a little bit. See who else we got? I think you just... Yeah, I think this is... You know, like I said, I think this is just... You know, another... Another stop on the the crazy train. Let's let's put the yeah, you know, put the warmongers, the fringe elements from these areas in there, and you know, see how much more we can scare people back into behaving themselves. Well, I uh, I want to say congratulations to Vladimir Putin for winning. Another election. The fourth. It's fourth. <laughs> fourth election. Fourth or fifth, one, where it might be. But uh, you know what? Even if they did stuff the battle, 
you know, there's the, the reports of this. Oh, yeah. And, you know, but a lot of that came from CNN, so I don't know how reliable it is. Um, <laughs> it's true, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, regardless, he was going to win. Whether what they did, maybe won by 55%, realistically, 58%, regardless, he was going to win. Um, and I don't think, you know, I've watched a lot of videos on down there. I've read a lot about him. People don't realize how much Russians really do um, like the man. I don't think American public really gets that. They don't understand the Russian people at all. At all. No. And they don't understand the Russian way of things. And, you know, it's all about the motherland. You know, it's not... Um, it's not about like this is my property like it is here or this is my gun. It's much. It's a much different thought process. It's more about the land as a whole, and it's very hard for me to convey that to people who don't really understand Russians. And I, I've done a lot of research into them. I am Russian. You know, I just, I just understand a little bit better than most. And I've been arguing with people all day. I'm like, I don't understand why you hate him so like different people on Facebook or why you hate him so much. And they give all these crazy reasons. I'm like. Okay, where'd you hear this? Well, I saw it on CNN or I saw it on Yahoo News or Google News. I'm like, well, maybe you should, like, you know, take a step back and, you know, get a, like, more of an independent, you know, review of some of the information you're getting. You know, so, I don't know. Uh, I'm a fan of Adam and Putin. I've done shots in his name. Uh, I'm a fan. I was one of the people I'd love to meet, to be honest with you. So. And you may not know because... I wasn't even realize he was even up for re-election. Who, who, who was he running against? Well, there was four other candidates. Three or four, so, other, candidates. Three or four other candidates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have like a, they yeah, skip the whole primary thing and just jump into an election. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a federation. It's not. Well, yeah, it's different. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's a different type of political system. Um, but uh, the Russian president has a lot more power than the American president in terms yeah. of what he can get done and what he can do. Um, and, you know, and along the way, Putin, you know, has from time to time suspended <laughs> certain things in order to get what he wanted done. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't think he's a madman. And I don't see that at all, Bob. Actually, he, he said this in an interview, and I found it astounding, and I understood what he was saying. You know, he's basically saying the West is trying to make us a regional power, what Obama's words were in the uh, uh, debate with Mitt Romney. In 2012, he said, "You're oh, you're you're thinking Cold War terms, made fun of Mitt Romney. You know, they're a regional power. That was the worst possible thing Obama could have ever said. It was one of the biggest mistakes he ever made in his political career because it didn't hurt him in the election. Because CNN was like, oh yeah, he's right, blah blah blah, because they wanted to host the debate oh, yeah. that one, you know, and they were completely wrong. And Obama pissed the Russians off." Piss Putin off. People don't realize, and this isn't me saying this. This is really how they think. Okay, you they, you insulted the entire country, you dumbass. And what happened was at that point, that's when Putin said, "You know, enough is enough. These silly Americans are making us like Mongols." And that's when he started increasing the military budget. That's when he started sticking his nose all over the place in a major way. It was because of that stupid, idiotic comment by Obama. And the Russians have a point. That we have tried to minimize them. We have tried to make them a regional power and keep them that way. And by coming out with his new nuclear weapons and his new weapon platforms, he has decided, you know, we are not going to allow that to happen. And, um, what was I going to stop? I have no idea. Not regional power anymore. Yeah, it's not a regional power anymore. And he's making that quite clear. 
And the, the Russian people love that. They don't feel like they're being suppressed anymore by the Western powers. I get that. Even if I'm an American, I still understand their, their perspective and their point of view. You know, who on this planet, and Russia just started doing this, but who on this planet has 169 military bases around the world in other countries? Oh, America, that's right. Who has Syria and Iran surrounded almost by military bases? Um, oh, yeah, that's, that's America, that's right, I guess. Uh, I mean, like, the Americans don't understand how much of a big footprint we have all over the place and how much of an influence we carry and how much we like to dictate to the world how things should be done. And some of the other world powers, China, one of whom, are getting a little sick and tired of it. They're getting a little... And, you know, the Americans can, well, their system's bad or they do this. But, you know what, in comparison, we have more citizens in our prison per capita than any country in the world. We have more laws on the books than any country in the world, and we're supposed to be the freest country in the world. You know, and this is how the Russians and the Chinese, okay, they view us. It's just things like that. We're hypocritical, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. I really, really do. Okay. That was good. All right. That was a glockenspiel. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I can... Hmm. I think... Sorry to interrupt. I know where I was going with this. I okay. am so sorry. So Putin said in an interview, this I get this all started and I get lost off the point. You know, they're like, you know, they were talking to him, and it wasn't CNN, it was a Russian interview, and they, they asked him, see, you can actually watch on YouTube, folks. And they asked him, like, <laughs> you know, you have your finger on the nuclear you know, button, you have these new weapon systems, you know, basically if you if you launch an attack, it's the end of the world, and blah 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 blah. And Putin says, like, first off, for defensive weapons. You know, we would never without some serious major thing going on, launch or bring up the strike. It just wouldn't happen. It was just not even the thought process. Because our weapons are purely defensive. You know, why aren't we asking the Americans why they, they put up systems, you know, to keep us from nuking them if they nuke us first? Well, why aren't these questions being asked? And he goes, and second, he goes, the, the reason I've, these, we've designed these new weapons is there will always be a Russia. You know, I don't want to live in a world without Russia, without a Russia. And I think most Russians, or I could say all of them really, feel the same way. So he's saying his words. And he goes, so if there's no Russia, there's no world. It's as simple as that. And I'll tell you what, I understood exactly what that man was talking about. I got it. I understood. Okay. Now I'm done. Really done. Just as he's done, we'll see. So, oh, by the way, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> so, well, this is where you know the right, conservative, radical, whatever, get into trouble. I would say that at least fifty percent feel that there's a need for the United States. That's our own citizens. They'd be fine with a smaller footprint. They'd be fine with this and that and us not being a world power. And I think, I truly think that part of Obama's time in the White House was about minimizing the relevance and strength of the United States. <coughs> and just his actions and things he's done and anything you do to weaken us. 
he's done. And in the same time frame, the only other challenge to us being the last superpower is the previous superpower that is back on the road to becoming that again. I, I, I get the liberals and the Democrats felt, you know, we shouldn't be a superpower and blah, 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 whatever. But it's not going to be good being on the bottom of the food chain in, in that kind of structure. And you're right, the, the Russian people view things of 180 degrees different than we do. You would not see the Russian people in Russia saying Russia sucks, Russia nope. is bad, Russia was never great, blah, 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 whatever. And you see that all the time here. Yep. yep. And it's... it's Where's my revolution? Where's my revolution? Where's my money? Give me my money. It's sickening. It's sickening. It's <laughs> disgusting. And Piggies in the blanket. They just have no... And again, we get we uh, it gets all philosophical on Facebook when you get into these conversations, and the more these idiots argue about the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, the right to have this, the right not to have that, um, they have no cl- they either they have no clue, they don't care, or they just really think. That because they are a liberal American, nothing bad will happen to them. Yep. Um, the recent the recent roundabout was about uh, Sharia law and uh, coming to America, and Sharia law has no place in you know a nation that's supposed to be governed by laws. And the conversation went in ten different directions, but all the directions were. It, it's not coming to America. It's no worse than American laws. Uh, and I, I don't know how you can even make that statement if you know anything about Sharia law. I, I just don't know how you can make that statement. <coughs> uh, a law system that encourages throwing homosexuals off the top of mosques. Uh, a law system that uh, affords absolutely no rights whatsoever to women. A uh, law system that uh, in, implores the most uh, cruelest and unusual forms of punishment in in their justice. Uh, to sit there and say, "Well, that's you know, that's no different than America." Well, I don't know where you're getting this, and especially the ones that live in America and talk that trash. Uh, you need to wake up and smell the coffee. You need yeah, to take I, a look at international news. You need to look at areas in in London, London, who 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 held their own against the Nazis until we could get into the war. Finally, uh, they there are actually areas in London that are what they call no-go zones. That these are strict Muslim neighborhoods controlled by Sharia law. The police won't go there. That's bullshit. And Sweden and Germany are the same way. Sweden and Germany are the same way. Yep. Um, there's efforts in Canada to bring that into to play. 
I think Quebec is the test location to see if they can't get Sharia laws uh, put on the books and whatever. Um, Sharia law is 100% incompatible with the Constitution of the United States. Yep. 100%. Yep. 100% incompatible. Um, and if you think that it is, then you need to go to a Muslim nation, live there as a non-Muslim for six months, and see how that works out for you. See, yeah. how, see how that works out for you. Absolutely. Because I think one of the first things about the Sharia law is, you know, the whole non, non-Muslims wind up being killed. Yeah, we're infidels. Infidels. Yeah. So we'll, we'll try that out, see how that works. By all means, take your take your wife. Take your Bible too, if you have. Take it. your take your Bible. <laughs> well, Martin, you know, just let them know you're a good Christian. It'd be like uh, being a Jew in Germany in 1942. Oh, oh, <laughs> and I got I got all kinds of static about that quote today when I had. Um, we were debating, uh, of course, we were debating guns, right? And uh, it came up that uh, you know. Taking them away and things like that, and saves children alive and blah blah blah. And I'm like, that's great. I'm sure that with our Second Amendment gone, and there'd be how do I phrase it? Something about six million people headed to a gas chamber, <laughs> and how it could have been different if those six million people had guns. They probably would not have gotten to the gas chamber. So the reply was classic, and I and I thank this gentleman for the reply because it actually gave me more ammunition to argue down the road at some point and use. His comment back was, "Well, just imagine if the Native Americans had guns, how things would be different." And I'm like, "You're absolutely right. <laughs> I agree with you one thousand percent." You just made my point and gave me the most solidest argument for liberals I'm arguing with. What if the Native Americans had guns? Probably would not have lost the land like they did. Thank you for that point of wisdom, you moron. Because I wasn't arguing so much that America's great and everything we've done is perfect. But I know that's what you were thinking I was saying. That's why you pulled out the Native American card. And in doing so, you just made my case for me without me having to say another word. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it is a little late in the segment, but we're going to take a quick break to talk to Renee from DiversityBroadcastingNetwork.com. And she's going to talk about biz exposure, which is a way to get your business onto the Diversity Broadcasting Network and get your business noticed. So, without further ado, here's Renee. Hi, my name is Vin Gleason. I'm the Director of Marketing for Biz Exposure. And my name is Renee, and I'm the CEO of Diversity Broadcasting Network. We have partnered up with Biz Exposure to help lift your business off the ground. With over 31.8 million views to date, you can get your ad seen instantly. 
Our digital signage technology can drastically change and improve the way your company interacts and communicates with your customers. This allows you to deliver a personalized and instantly updatable message when and where is most effective for you, all the while reducing your costs and increasing your revenue. Join the ranks of many other growing businesses. Building a synergy between our advertisers, our hosts, and our team of representatives and resellers is our biggest priority. Contact me at vin at bizexposure.com or call me personally, 315-209-5044. Partner with us. Our partnership with local business owners like you is the foundation of our business model. We extend opportunities and power local businesses. And we're back. Oh and thank you. Thank you God, for that. That's a nice break. That was some excellent information. Oh. I heard a rumor today. No. I did. I, I heard a rumor. Um, I was actually removed. And how I found out about this rumor, I used to be the administ- one of the administrators for Let's Talk Ghost on Facebook's page. And uh, the Facebook page for Let's Talk Ghost. And I was removed today. And then I saw a post. <laughs> I wasn't in mind because, you know, the show went away. Um but I heard it's coming back. This rumor is coming back, and there's a all new crew, which I'm sure Steve is still part of. Uh, but there's an all new crew, uh, which is exciting. So we're very happy for Let's Talk Ghost, if that's true. Uh, I don't know if they're coming back to uh, diversity or if they're going somewhere else. But we wish them the best of luck, uh, whoever it may be. Uh, so that is that. So some good news. Well, that'll be that'll and they be, have a lot of fans, very cool. you know. And I know I added the uh, actually I, I know for a fact I added three hundred likes to their Facebook page over time. Uh, my fans uh, for my Sasquatch days. So good news for you. Absolutely, I'm glad Steve's getting back into it. I know. I hope he needs he needs he needs the hiatus. I think I really hope the show still has Steve. I should have I should ask. I'll ask Steve. Uh, but I really does because I think Steve was the re- the primary reason the show was so successful. He just has a very logical, uh, non-emotional way of looking at the whole ghost uh, phenomenon and the issues that surround it. Uh, and I, I just think he has an excellent radio voice as well, which I do not, which I try to change from the while. But uh, Steve definitely has that Creepy. little magical touch. Uh, and... Uh, Hopefully someday he will be a guest on our show. We've talked about numerous times with Steve. It just never kind of works out for everybody. But yeah, this is sometimes Steve will be here. Some distance. Yeah. Not like you have to get an airplane travel distance. Yeah, but there is some, some distance. There is a logistics distance, you know, you know that are involved. You know, you're not going to throw time together. And, yeah. But we're just stone throw apart. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not that far apart. And anyway, the cool thing about our show is it's mobile. You know, if for some reason I'm sick or I can't do something, you you can handle the whole thing. We're, we're kind of low tech. If I need to do it, I can do the whole thing. You know, so it's kind of yeah. neat. You, me, a microphone, and a bottle of booze. That's right. We're doing a show. Do a show. We're doing right. a show. Um, I know Steve's setup's a little more, a little more sophisticated. Yes, um, way more sophisticated. Way more sophisticated. Yeah. Actually, a mic for everyone. Yep. Very nice. Which gives it a little better sound. We have kind of a tinny sound, but I think there's some things we can do to fix that. Yeah. Well, we just haven't fixed it. Yet. We haven't fixed it yet. Busy drinking. Anyway, and give money to the scouts. Um, <laughs> Hundred eighty dollars. Five hundred dollars for the gold badge. I did. Exactly. <laughs> you can talk to them. And say, hey, at least make a, you know, canvas tote. And yeah, or a bumper sticker yeah, and yeah, give me like a gold license. Commemorative plate. DVD from the last jamboree. <laughs> you know, I don't know something. Tell them. To, tell them to take some take some hints from, from public broadcasting. <laughs> 
when they have their membership drives. They know. How, let me tell you, they know how to have a membership drive. Yeah, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. They know how to have a membership folks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so tonight we had talked again because it was St. Patty's Day. We just came out of St. Patrick's Day, St. Patty's Day, and uh, we talked about talking about Ireland and the Irish folklore, folk tales, monsters, creatures. Uh, all those kind of things, because they have their own unique stuff. In fact, did some research. I don't know, it sounds strange that I did the research, and Jeff did some too, but I did research too, and uh, after having looked at everything that goes on in that small island, I have I have no reason to doubt now why they drink so they damn drink much. So much right. uh, they got all kinds of heebie, I mean, we just, we got Sasquatch, Bigfoot, those kind of things, a Loch Ness monster here and there. And ghosts. That's it. That's all the American people get. They got a Mothman here. Well, but the Irish, Irish. The Irish. You know, good when I when Lord. I did, when I did my research, um, you know, I was going through all the stuff and I was overwhelmed how many how much stuff there really was. But when I got to the Banshee and I actually saw the picture, I swear to God, I thought I saw my wife. I was like, oh, my ex-wife. I'm oh, like, shit. oh, my God, it's my oh, ex-wife. Yeah. Now right. I know where she came from. She died that Oh, my God. I can't Jay. listen to these shows. <laughs> so let's start off by dispelling the first problem with St. Patrick's Day. And that would be that. Wait a minute. Wait. Are you Irish? I am Irish. I'm part Irish. I am too. Did you know that? I did. My family had on my mom's Irish. side. My mom's side, one of the, the my cousins, the first cousins had a genetic bullshit thing done, right? And it turns out on my mom's side, they're Polish, Russian, Italian, and Irish. Wow. Yeah. So look at that, huh? Okay, continue. I'm sorry. I've got around I'm Irish. <laughs> I was Russian, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't see the Russian Irish thing, especially the potato famine. <laughs> that would just kind of screw more. Where's my luck? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Da, da, da. <laughs> so, every year in March, 17th, 18th, whatever it is, I don't know if the state change. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if it's like. <laughs> I'm not Irish enough to realize that. I don't know if it's like saying doing it's like the first, the last Thursday of the month. But anyway, St. Patrick's Day, we celebrate with. Painting everything green, making people green, making the water green if there's a water body of water near you, and, and drinking green beer. Well, any beer, but green kind of makes it more fun. Um, not just America. I think this is kind of a thing they do around the world. Maybe. I don't know. <coughs> At least in America. So, but the dude, St. Patrick, wasn't even Irish. Get the hell out of He town. was not even Irish. He was Russian, wasn't he? He, he, he was... He was influencing shit. Dirty Russian bastard. He was <laughs> He was born in Britain. Okay, I was wrong. And then he was kidnapped. By Russians. Uh, possibly. And sold into slavery. Yep, the Russians did And it. he was a slave in Ireland. And during that time, he converted to Christianity. Um, and he spent a lot of his... If he had free time, trying to... Preach, preach the word of God and Christian religion and things there like that. Those dirty Catholics again. And uh, <laughs> he didn't actually get his whole sainthood. Yeah, those dirty Catholics. Actually, get sainthood until several, several centuries after he died. And then they came up with this cockamamie. And this is this is this, this is so. Remember that word, folks. Keep and, that one alive. 
this is almost something out of Trump's book. So he got his fame because he, he drove all the snakes out of Ireland. I heard that. The, the craziest thing is, there were none there to begin with. But he took credit for it. He took credit. This is huh. Trump. Draining the swamp. Draining the swamp. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, so St. Patrick, this is the first one we talk. St. Patrick, not Irish, was a British slave, sold into slavery. By the Russians. By the Russians, <laughs> possibly. Don't, don't, don't quote us on that. That might be, that might be fake news. Russian assassins um, coming for you. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the monks told them, told stories of him driving the snakes out of Ireland. And that's how he got his sainthood. And the bottom line is there were no snakes in Ireland to begin with. Huh. Well, there were swimming there. Oh, damn! There were swimming there. Women. Oh, women there. Yeah, just snakes, women, the Bible, Genesis. None of this would make sense to you, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, why do Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Explain that one to me. If they're the first man and woman, why do they got belly buttons? Chew on that while you talk about it. We don't know if they have belly buttons. Yeah. Huh? Well, we know they had well Because all the pictures of Adam and Eve... Yeah, but they're, have they're been, like, like a thousand years after the fact. Maybe two. Maybe three thousand right. years after the fact. But <laughs> when they were drawing these pictures, they knew what a belly button was for. Well, that, but they knew they what a belly button was for. They knew it in there anyways. Jesus Christ. If, if you were looking for a little accuracy, a little... Lightning goes here, God. A little, a little, <laughs> a little... Hey, that might be right because it's drawn anatomically correct. Don't paint in the belly button. Don't do it. Okay, it is a challenge, and you can email me the picture. <laughs> God. Find me an artist's, artist's rendition of Adam and Eve, or Adam or Eve, or both, without a belly button. You know what I'm drawing tonight, don't you? The yeah, yeah we're not thinking. <laughs> I'm blocking you off the email address. So, St. Right. Patrick, get that out of the way. So, once you get rid of St. Patrick, he should have he driven all these crazy... Spirits and entities and goblins and ghoulies instead of the snakes out of Ireland because this place is just chalk, chalk full of them. Chalk full, chalk, chalk full, count chalk and left full of them. Chalk, 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 chalk full. So, one of the first ones I found was called a, a selkie. Yes, I read about a that. selkie, yes. and this creature lives its life as a seal. That's a seal, harp seal. Probably not a harp seal, because those they got their they get their little heads bashed in like fishermen <laughs> at the North Pole. But as a seal. And every now and then they will come, they wanna they they wanna dance. So they'll come ashore, they will shed their seal skin. This makes uh, why we had footloose to move by the way. Yes, it is. So Kevin Bacon will come ashore, <laughs> shed his seal skin. And they will, and they're usually, and this is very convenient, they're very, usually very beautiful men or women, usually women, and they have a hypnotic effect, but, and they're usually drawn to lone fishermen or widowed fishermen's wives, and the trick here, and they figured this out, is if the fishermen can get the seal skin and hide it from the selkie. She will become his wife 
take care of him, his house, and his children like a stubborn wife. Yes, I read that part. Yeah. And the only way for the Selkie to get back to the sea is for her to find her skin. Yep. And that's the only way they can just see. So I feel this is probably one of the nicer creatures. They don't seem to come to do any harm. But the humans just gotta take advantage of that and make their lives miserable. Well, that's what I understand, but why would you want to do that to as a man? Why would you want that? I I give her I mean, after like five months you get sick of her shit anyway, and give her the goddamn skin, she get out of your goddamn hair. No, no, see so you you're getting this all wrong. <laughs> you're getting this all wrong. All she can do is this. She can play with our damn. This is this is like this is the equivalency of these robots. (laughs) Oh, I see where you're going. Right. No complaints. No complaints. They shut their mouths. No nothing. They take care of the kids. They take care of the house. They take take care of you. Yeah. This is again a Stepford wife. What am I? Go ahead and be a beer (laughs) and a cigar. (laughs) Yeah, and they will do it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Where can I find those things again? <laughs> uh, Ireland. Uh, yeah, Ireland. Um, the next one of these sea creatures that, again, the sea has a lot to do with it, because it's an island, is called a kelp pie. A kelp pie. Well, I'm not this touching one. this with a 10-foot pool. <laughs> not, a, not a hair pie, but a kelp pie. <laughs> and basically, the kelp pie translates into water horse. Uh, but these were malevolent spirits. That means bad. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. They're not, they're not bad happy campers. Not happy campers. Bad, um, bad. They would come ashore, and when they come onto the land, they they basically take the form of a pony or a full small horse, uh, and they're usually dripping wet. This is not like the version of my favorite pony, by the way. No, 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 or any other version of My Little Pony, <laughs> and I've heard there's some really racy ones out there. Um, and the disguise is meant to lure, because it's a pony, lure children to get onto the horse and try to ride it. Mm-hmm. But once the children get on, once a rider mounts the horse, gets onto the horse, the skin becomes like adhesive. Oh my gosh, this is like my ex-wife. Holy becomes shit. like yeah. adhesive, yeah. Mount her and look what happens. Yeah. Can't be scared. Get, get away. Get away. So as soon as it's trapped this child or person, it goes to the water, it jumps in, it drowns them. Let's not satisfy with just drowning them. It'll actually eat them, with the exception of the heart and the liver. I'm not sure what that's all about, but, hmm. you know, maybe they didn't have any onions to have with the liver. No, my, my ex-wife tried to eat my soul, but, you know. So, kelp pies. Hmm. Kelp pies. Not cow pies, but kelp pies. Hmm. Fascinating. Some of the other crazy, crazy stuff going on in, in Ireland. There was a fish. This is this is kind of a two-fold legend. So, there's a fish known as the Salmon of Knowledge. And this was a, a salmon, salmon, who ate nine hazelnuts 
that fell into the well of wisdom. From the hazelnut trees that were around the well of wisdom. Didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. You thought the well of wisdom was just out there with the well out there. <laughs> there were hazelnut trees around us. Huh. And those nuts fell into the well. Fascinating. Well of wisdom. So well, can I kind of separate right now? The salmon. I, I, mean, okay. I can tell you something really cool. That kind of ties into this. Okay. My last name, the aura check part. If you say well wisdom, I'm going to slap you. No. Listen. Nut trees. Okay. Yeah. My family crest on the Russian side. Is a nut tree? Is a nut tree. We were serfs, and we tended to nut trees. I ain't making this up. You uh, can't I, make I, up this I, crazy I, shit. I have no doubt you can't make this up. Dude, this is really true fact. But go ahead. You so. make a lot of stuff up. No, this I did not which make I'm, this which up. Which I'm... I now know why you say I didn't make you can't make this stuff up because yeah, this is really you make true. a lot of stuff up, but, but this is this is not fake news. This is not fake news. Okay. This is real. Go ahead. So the fish, the salmon of knowledge. I'm a nut herder. <laughs> you are a nut herder. Was captured by Finn McCool. Yes, I read that. Finn McCool. They've in in the one article his name spelled a little bit different, but we'll go with Finn McCool. It's probably easier to pronounce. Yeah, Finn McCool. So Finn McCool catches the salmon, and as he's cooking the salmon, he thought he had to eat the thing to get the knowledge out of the fish. As he's cooking the salmon, some some juice, some oil, hot oil from the fish, splurts out, squirts out, and burns his thumb. Burns his thumb. Just his thumb. Folks. Burns his thumb. That is pecker. And it, and it hurt. Well, no, he wasn't doing that to the fish. Burns his thumb. <laughs> burns his thumb. So the thumb's burning, and what do we do when our thumb gets burned? We put it right in our mouth, because we think that's going to make it not burn as much. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Think about it, right? Yeah. Ah. Did I ever tell um, you I was cooking chicken? Or when you hurt it, you put it, you yeah. kiss it, kiss it, make it better? Right, right, right. Well, I, was, I can understand. I relate to the story. I'm going to tell you why I relate. Just let me interrupt real quick. Oh, I, why I, not? I, you say, you why not? Yeah, that's why we're here. So... <laughs> I was cooking chicken wings. I used to do this all the time when I was single naked in my kitchen, you know, the fat fryer. And you do not want to get hot oil on your pecker, folks. That shit burns. <laughs> but I did not try to put it in my mouth. Go ahead. Back to you. No, he just slams up against the window at the ER to get their attention. <laughs> go back two episodes. Two show, go back two shows. You can understand what the story's about. So he puts his stomach in his mouth. All of a sudden, he's got all this knowledge. So just by putting... His birth on those burned by those oils from the nuts that salmonate of knowledge from the well of knowledge. Puts his mouth gets knowledge, and that's how he, whenever he wanted to learn something, put his thumb in his mouth and he'd get the knowledge he wanted to learn. Finn McCool. Finn McCool. Finn McCool. I like the name. Finn's cool. I, I know the name from something else too, but I'm not sure what it is. But anyways. Maybe a holiday name. Finn McCool. Finn McCool. Finn McCool. Finn Anyways, so I thought that was kind of neat. A little different, a little different, not a little, a little different. Not all the, not all the crap coming out of Ireland is about demons and banshees and <laughs> leprechauns and whatever. So the next thing we got cooking in Ireland, and I know I'm not going to pronounce this right, but we're going to give it a shot. Called the Abertach. Yeah. Abertach. Now, you've got to remember, folks, that um, a lot of these pronunciations are from um, the first and the ancient versions of Gaelic, and then the second versions of Gaelic. <laughs> Just so, <like> Gaelic. <laughs> Gaelic. 
but uh, and then it, it transfers into uh, English. You ass. In English, uh, cool. this is what we're working with. Go ahead. Okay. Funny man. So Ab, we're gonna call Ab for short because I know I got that part of the pronunciation right. So Abertach, or Ab as we like to call him, comes out of Irish folk lore tradition. Um, and he was a, a chieftain back in ancient, and I've been told many times the proper pronunciation is Celtic, not Celtic. I guess if you're Celtic, you play basketball. That's right, Celtic. If you're Celtic, you're from Ireland. That's right. So if I switch them up, just keep in mind I'm not talking about basketball players at all today. So... Celtic. It helps if you put a K in there instead of a C, I noticed. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> there's a there's a clan joke in there someplace I'm going down that road. <laughs> I'll just put a couple K's in there. <laughs> not a couple, one, not three. Three. <laughs> Um, was a chieftain who basically persecuted his subjects relentlessly. Uh, there are accounts of him drinking their blood. Uh, he was said to be a powerful magician. He reigned as a tyrant. Um, this is all sounding very familiar, and you can see where the story is possibly going. Uh, this could actually be the four four leader of. Dracula mythology, or at least Irish Ireland version of this. Um, they buried his ass when he died, but they buried him standing up, which I don't know why they would do that. It must have been some kind of ruler thing. Uh, he emerged from the ground, the grave the next day, and then went on terrorizing his subjects. They killed him. They buried him again. Keeps coming back um, until they finally killed him and then buried him head down. So he couldn't return. So that's something to keep in mind. <coughs> and if you bury someone upside down, they can now return as a vampire. Hmm. So uh, I guess I'm only up there Irish. Um, this all sounds very familiar to the 15th century Transylvania rule of Vlad. Who, who you have? Which was your my next door family's viceroy? You, you, you Prince Vlad harvested. His nuts no, on I mean, your, yeah. your farm. Actually, actually. On your farm <laughs> that was near the river or Orochowski. And and yeah, well, that was actually a little further. It was in uh, uh, Czechoslovakia. But uh, my, uh, my family ended up in the uh, Carpathian Mountains, the Transylvania region at one point. And at that time, uh, Prince Vlad uh, was the viceroy uh, of that area. So my family at one point was ruled. By Count Dracula. Very true, very true, very true facts. Okay. So, the interesting part of all that. I'm a celebrity. Is you are a celebrity. <laughs> Bram Stoker, who was the author, author that penned Dracula, Count Dracula, was actually an Irishman. And there are some school thoughts that feel that he actually drew from. Irish Ab, Irish Ab to get his character and then set him into that Transylvania setting. So, you know, it is what it is. 
Did you come across anything in your research? Uh, I came across the Banshee. Did we talk about the Banshee? You talked about the Banshee, yeah. Uh, basically, it's this wailing, screaming woman that if you hear her wailing or screaming, it means impending doom or death, as some of you know. Um, Figures different research that Yeah, well, I, mean, I saw the, the picture in the book, and I swore to God, I thought it was Max White for a minute. Um, and I'm like, holy shit, talk about ancient folklore for uh, Ireland. There's a banshee there. So that's when I knew I had married a demon for sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, getting off of the subject, so yeah, the banshee is a really a, a scary uh, kind of creature. Um, and I guess the, the moaning and the screams are almost unbearable to hear. And it impedes doom if you hear it. Uh, not a good thing to be around. No, probably not. You know, and the one thing I wanted to research, I, and I didn't get a chance, was I really wanted to learn about leprechauns. I did not, and I'm kind of disappointed. I did not have the time. That would yeah, I popped up all over the place. You would think, you know, but there's got to be some kind of really good background story to it because it's the most well-known one. Uh, so I just assumed uh, that I would have time for it. Unfortunately, I ran out of time. Out of time. Other family constraints. Out of time. You know, you know how okay. it is. You know, oh, I, know. I know exactly how it is. Oh, you know, know exactly. about the four-leaf clover, the shamrock. Do you know anything about that? I, I will, and I'll get to that here shortly. So. The Banshee, some of the other things have been Banshee. Um, sometimes they saw her as a young, beautiful girl. Definitely, which was probably not. Well, no, actually, my ex-wife was well, young and beautiful. I won't give her credit there. She, she was. was. So you were through with her. Oh, God. You're um, sometimes <laughs> they also see her as a watchwoman uh, wringing out bloody clothing. She could do that as well. And they have that horrible cry that impending news. Definitely um, and there are some parts of legend say that if you actually ask her who's going to die, she might tell you. So that's something I think about. And they're screaming and wailing, asking, hey, who's going to die? And they'll say, well, oh, someone Jeff knows. <laughs> the death card that came up. Hey, oh, by the way, in my reading last week, the death card came up uh, on when we did a card. And I said every time the death card comes up, someone I know dies. And folks, guess what happened last night? Somebody I know most certainly did die. Um, and it was someone that uh, had been in this house many, 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 many times over the years. So, uh, true fact, somebody I knew died with a death card. Every time I get this card, somebody dies. Fact. Go ahead. So, this next one we're going to talk about, he is, a, he is a, a relative, I think, of the leprechaun. And this is the pluricon. I've never heard of this character. C L U R Clerica. This is like Mario to uh, Luigi to Mario, right? Um, I think this is like your drunken Uncle Bob to anyone else in the family. Okay. Everyone's familiar with Leprechaun, but this is a little more fun loving, kind of. Kind of character. He's the hippie one. Uh, he's once in, in for a good time. He's into orgasms, you know. <coughs> right, we're drinking in orgasms, but we'll, we'll, we'll go for <laughs> He's that. into, you know, swingers and shit like that. I right? mean, if this guy should actually be what we model St. Patrick's Day after. Yes. This this little crazy man. Uh, he is a drunk. Uh, he enjoys riding in the backs of sheep and dogs. That's how small he is. <laughs> He's a swinger. <laughs> he is. Uh, which uh, I think I just heard was legal in Canada. What? You can marry 
<laughs> Get the hell out of here. I think, I think it was Canada. They just make bestiality legal. Jesus. Somewhere. Christ. Somewhere in the English-speaking well, world. Well, I'm not shocked. Or French. You know, English is French-speaking world. I can't figure out what's They just make bestiality legal. I think it was, I want to say it was Canada. <laughs> want to say it was Canada. I think, um, I'm not human. I, you know, I'm not male or female. I'm not in the middle. Shit, I'm a goat. <laughs> I got, uh, my name's Jeff now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm in Jeff. Yeah, Let's do the Jeff. show. <laughs> All right. So we're, we've, 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 hit upon, we've hit upon the fun-loving drunk cousin of the leprechaun, but let's talk about the leprechauns themselves. Leprechauns, we all know about leprechauns. They're probably... I think this is a good time to do shots. You know what? In, in honor of the clericon, <laughs> that drunken son of a bitch that he is, we're going to do our own shots. And I just want to... I think we should do a shot tonight. Was this one mine? Yeah, Let's do uh, something a little bit different. I think I'm going to, if you're on the with you, I'd like to congratulate uh, Mr. Putin okay. on his uh, re-election. So here's to... Vlad. Vlad. Let's go. The Vlad. 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 Was that clean enough? Ah. 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 Oh. Kuchi. Kuchi. Kuprata. Buta. Anyway, that was Butterball. Hello. That was good. I like that. It was good. That stuff's awesome. Just don't try to breathe as you I'm going to lick the bottom of look, I'm going to lick the bottle of stuff so good. Oh, just mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Jeff doesn't have a drinking problem. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Leprechaun's probably the most well-known of all the critters over in Ireland. Um, they usually appear human-like, like an old man. Um, but they... A little more... A little more serious about life. A little more mischievous. A little more... I don't want to say practical joke because I think that minimizes it. But more like practical joke like a Irish version of Jackass. <laughs> Fair enough. You know. Uh, but they uh, collect gold. Uh, they store gold in a pot and they hide it at the end of a rainbow. And... If a human were to catch a leprechaun, not easy, not, not an easy thing to do. You really can't torture them to find out where the gold is, but, but, he will grant you three wishes so he can be released. Hmm. Which is kind of the, kind of the genie mythology out of, uh, Arab, Arabic. Sources. Now, there's also the Leprechaun that has his own movie. Yes. Uh, parts one, two, three, four. I've never seen any of them. I, I haven't either. And Lion swears they're funny, but whatever. I, there's got to be at least four or five of these things, and he's one malevolent. I was going to make a joke about that, but I don't want to curse put on these other shows. Yeah, you might. want to keep that in mind. She listens to their shows. She does occasionally. Yeah, I'm not saying shit. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, no, no close captioning for a line. <laughs> so, so leprechauns and shurikens, same family, different outlook on life. But uh, I would definitely, unless I can catch a leprechaun, you're going to want to deal. So deal with the three wishes. 
I'd rather be just hanging out drinking with this guy the rest of the time. So some of the other critters. Which is the, uh, uh, okay, so the leprechauns, the gold guys. What about, which is the one that, sugar, a sailor dies if you do something. You say something like you don't believe in them or something like that. It's not fair. There's yeah. There's a, there's an Irish uh, legend, uh, folklore that if you say like I don't believe in this or something of that nature, this this mystical creature, a uh, sailor dies. Uh, we'll have to look it up for the next show. But I remember reading it quickly last night because I was trying to rush my research. In. Okay. I should probably wrote it down. I mean, I came across it. I don't I don't remember that specifically, but mm-hmm. I wrote it. Get a chance to read all these. I just saw them and got them on. So the next one we're going to talk about when we get to the sale guy, but this one is very reminiscent of our own Headless Horseman from Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yes. I know this one. Sleepy yes. Hollow. Yeah, yeah. The Dullahan. The Dullahan. Yep. Dullahan. Yep. Um, this is another death omen in Celtic mythology. Uh, he is a rider on a horse. Carries a whip made of human spine. Wait a minute, do they have horses in Ireland? Do we know this? They have horses everywhere. Pretty sure? Pretty sure. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Uh, and if they don't have horses in Ireland, that makes this guy even more freaky. Because <laughs> he's on a fucking horse. that thing is. But anyway, actually there's a horse demon. We'll get to that. Um, human spine is a whip, one hand. His own hideous grinning Head tucked beneath his arm and rides all over the place, declaring people are going to die. Tells the name, condemns them. He gets pretty specific. Not like just say, hey, like, hey someone's going to die. He's like, really bad. You're, You're dead. dead. You're dead. You're dead, big boy. Um, he doesn't like to be seen. Doesn't take kindly to onlookers. Uh, if you see it coming, look away. Because it will lash out your eyes. That's right. With its whip. With its spine whip. Yeah. It's not just a whip. Yeah, it's a spine whip. Spine whip. I read that part. Think about that. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Oddly enough. Go blind. It's like masturbation, folks. <laughs> what? I can still see. <laughs> the Dullahans are terrified of gold and will flee from the sight of it. So keep that in mind. Terrified of gold. Never, ever could he touch the Donald. <laughs> no, we could not touch Never, that. ever. You not touch Donald. Donald's safe to go to Ireland. Yeah. This Dullahan ain't getting nowhere near that shit, let me tell you. Golden Donald. So, I mentioned the fact that there was a spirit, a horse spirit. So, there's got to be horses in Ireland because it would really shock people. <laughs> there's horses in Ireland that has to be the dick. Oh. <laughs> there's definitely horses in Ireland. Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> so, this is the puka. Yes, the puka. Spelled a couple of different ways. It's got like a, the which is very polka. confusing, especially when you look researching this shit. Yeah. So, you think you found two things that are really neat. And then you read about them, they're the same, same thing. damn thing. Yeah, same so thing. the puka in English is P-O-O-K-A. And the Celtic version is P-U-C-A. Puka. 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 
kapuka, fucka, fucka. So, anyways, uh, despite his cuddly name, despite his cuddly name, this thing's a little terrifying. Um, it's not necessarily malevolent, per se, but it does have a tendency to lean towards the violent and vicious pranks um, that probably aren't good. Uh, it is believed that William Shakespeare... I almost thought you said William Shatner. I'm sorry. William I was Shatner. like, I thought you said William Shatner it's for William, William, William Shatner, Shatner used to be one of these pukas. <laughs> uh, but, but, but he wasn't. Gucci! Da! Da! So, uh, so William Shakespeare, yeah, William Shakespeare uh, actually modeled one of his characters from A Midsummer Night's Dream after one of these pukas. Uh, if anyone's familiar with the story, and I really don't expect... Maybe one person in our audience to know Shakespeare, uh, but the Midsummer Puck, which was the fun name for the fairy, put a donkey, changed change one of the mortals in the Shakespearean play into a donkey. You know, donkey said, made him a donkey, and um, that was kind of Puck's way of being mischief. Puck, P U C K, Puck. Was the mischievous fairy in William Boy, Shakespeare? That puck could be real fuck. Oh, puck, puck. <laughs> He's a real mother pucker. One is. Um, so pukas will form in either horses or goats. Uh, sometimes other animals, but not usually. And uh, usually with them, they bring issues. They bring. Uh, they can destroy whole crops. They can um, carry children away, uh, cause all kinds of mischief. So, a lot of times, the Irish farmers, which may be part of the potato mythology, a lot of times the farmers will leave a little bit of the crops in the field Potatoes. in order to appease the puka. And keep them from causing any problems. Now, here's an interesting note on this whole subject, Ireland. Uh, me and Heather, did I talk about this about moving to another country? No. Right? Did I? Yes, you did. Okay. So Ireland was her is her choice. She's pushing Ireland to me, and I keep telling her it's a fucking island. And if there's another fucking potato famine, we're fucked. Okay, go ahead. Can't do this. <laughs> and we're talking about the Banshee uh, Changelings. This is another one that's kind of common to uh, to uh, mythology. And You know, that's out of Deep Space Nine. They still left from Deep Space Nine. No, well, they did. Odo, oh, no, bitches. Odo. Oh, no. no, no. Oh, well, yeah, Odo, oh, no, yeah. Um, female fairies. would often give birth to deformed children. Well, they weren't very fucking magical, were they? Well, it's not lucky charms, buddy, let me tell you. <laughs> that was good. Uh, oh, ho, ho. So, wow. Where's so, our funny stuff? We need a funny stuff. We need that. a funny, funny noise on that one. That was good. That was funny. Okay, but So they would often take their deformed child and exchange it for a human child that was more 
More beautiful. See, more... see, okay, so not in today's society where shit breaks you throw it away. <laughs> or get a new one, or exchange it. They did it back then, too. Ah, this one's fucking defective. Yeah, well, I want a refund or exchange for... <laughs> this is a defective product. Please replace it. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Walmart warranty works. <laughs> Bed, bath, yeah. I will take it for heck, whatever. Uh, that one's kind of silly. Yeah, some pretty that one's kind of silly. Silly. Shamrocks. Shamrocks. I think a lot of people probably know this. Uh, everyone knows about four leaf blowers. They're rare. They bring a lock below, whatever. I found a couple of my. Life. But the but the shamrock. The shamrock has its own own history. It's 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 not official symbol of Ireland. Um, I thought it was a McDonald's drink, but what's that? I thought it was something made McDonald's made during special shakes. Days. They make it. They put it into their shakes. Yeah. They take the they mold, shamrock. shamrock mold and put it into the shakes. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes magically delicious. Uh, the marshmallow Lucky Charms, type of Mark Lucky Charms, and um, but the shamrock, the shape of it, it looks like there's three hearts. If you look at a shamrock, it looks like there's three the leaves make three hearts. Uh, Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, the Trinity, all these kind of things, and that's that's part of what the special meaning of it is to the Irish people. All right, so the shamrock and that's the Lucky Charms of cereal, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, just going from a craft Nabisco food standpoint, if I was making the Lucky Charms during the month of March, okay, what I would do is I would just kind of special inside the box. You know, I would, you know what I'm saying? You like, you, you get by this box of Lucky Charms, you get the special shamrock, you know, you, you win a, a trip to the toy factory or some bullshit or candy factory. You know, whatever. Or you win $10,000. Something. You know, something for kids to look forward to. Or you get a special prize inside they, a box. They like did something. Crack and Jack box. They did something ago. like that. Did they? Yeah. They did, uh, not necessarily the, the month of March, but inside, specially... Mark boxes. There was a coupon, a certificate, whatever, and you could send it back to Kellogg's or wherever it is, General Mills, and they would ship you, ship you a box of just the marshmallows. No kidding. Whole box. A whole box of just the marshmallows. Just the marshmallows. I think it's the hearts, the clovers, the Diamonds, the horseshoes, whatever they had in there. That is how cool would that be? That's a fantastic. It was like only five hundred of them, but how cool would that be? Mm -hmm. Whole box, just the marshmallows. That's kind of like you know. You know, since we're we're on this subject, Uh I'm going to change it just a little bit. We'll go right back to this company. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is very a good point I got to make right now. Yeah. I can't name the company, but I work on a contract for a lot of different companies, and one of them was a very large. Food conglomerate, okay, do it really large, maybe the largest in the world. And was it last year? No, it was two years ago. There was a great flood here in America on the East Coast, and a couple of their trailers were in a flood zone. They didn't get water in them. They came up to like the tires on these trailers, and they had all kinds of product in there. You know, mm-hmm. at least twenty thousand dollars worth of product. And uh, you know, my job was to get someone out there assessed, see if the food was okay, you know, that kind of stuff. They get out there. Water did not touch inside that trailer. I'll give this credit to this company, which I cannot name. Um, they decided to destroy all the product anyway, 
just to be on the safe side. Even though they know for a fact that none of the water touched any of their product, they just still destroyed three trailer loads, which good product, I mean food, got rid of it. That way there was no way possible that people would be contaminated. I thought it was pretty cool. This was on a flood? Yeah. Was there other damage to that property? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean... And, and it's nice that you're... No, 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 wait, no. It's no. nice that you're this naive. No, 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 there's not... But no, no, they're, not they're making an insurance claim anyways. No, they got the insurance so claim. Make, no, they got the money. Matter. No, no, it didn't money. And in fact, all the, the resources I put into it were all paid by the insurance company. But the point being is they're... Can't you just give a little kudos to a company once in a while? I can't. It's all... You know what, Jeff? All right, he's right, folks. Not, right. Not, only are you a, not only are you a 1%er, you're part leftist. Make me feel good. Ooh, hey. The company, they, they didn't lose a freak. They got no skin in the game. No skin in the game. Insurance company picked up the tab. They got rid of the food. They said they got rid of Did you watch them put it into a dumpster? Actually, it was my job to make put sure the I had the receipts for the dumpster fees. I had photographs and of stuff being that. trashed. Yes, no. I, that was my job. They get a sure. kickback. They get a kickback. They get a kickback. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, again, feel good, feel good gesture. They didn't lose any money. They didn't lose anything. Well, I'm so glad the that money was paid out. What I was doing because I'd be fired tomorrow. <laughs> you went out the air. <laughs> anyway, okay, go back to your story. Anyways, can we delete that part? No, I'm sure the company did the right thing, and it was for all good reasons. It was for the right reasons. I'm sure it was the Sister Mother Mary Teresa's fucking grocery store of the Emancipated Holy Saint. Anyways. Anyways. Can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. So there's some other things. I was doing some very bizarre research and found some of these... uh, Stories, kind of ghost stories, kind of not so much leprechauns and fairies jumping around, but kind of ghost stories and things that go on. Uh, one's called the Old Hag of May Day, and uh, one of the old customs on May Day in Ireland uh, was to protect their homes and their herd of cows from caliches. C-A-I-L-L-E-A-C-H-S, which means hags or old women. And these old hags or women would steal butter, milk, and even the cows in the early morning hours of May Day. Hmm. Um, What's Labor Day here in America? Well, yeah. It's, no, what's Labor Day? Sounds like a... Is Labor Day in September? Labor Day? Yeah. Uh... Yes, September. Remind me to wear white. You're not supposed to wear white on Labor Day. I'm going to be a real asshole on Labor Day. No. Wear white. Okay, go you ahead. You are a fashion statement. <laughs> so, uh, so they would... The, these these folks would find ways to protect their cows on May Day, which is May 1st, from the old hags. What did they do with the cows? I don't know. Well, there was a long article. I was going to do the whole thing. What do you mean? When you just gave us like a, something to protect, protect, protect the cows. How do you protect the cows? Why do you protect the cows? I don't know what happened to the cows. How do you protect them from the alien's ground? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit. You know, there's a video on YouTube that clearly <laughs> shows a cow being pulled up into a UFO. It's pretty far out shit. It's recent. It looks pretty damn real to me. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, because our technology has progressed to the point that we can... <laughs> Make things look real, like a cow being sucked up into a UFO. 
Look it, my friend. There, There is more real UFO shit on YouTube than there is fake. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, we, don't, we don't have the... We don't have the photographic technology to make, I don't know, an island somewhere that's all filled with dinosaurs. That looked faker and shit. Oh my god, how can you say that? That looked faker and shit. How can you say that? I was in the movie theater 10 feet from the screen. Oh my god. That was fake and shit. It was in the Wiggle movie theater, by the way. Well, that's probably why it's faker and shit. Yeah, faker and shit. Fake, 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 fake. Just like fake news. Dinosaurs. CNN. Dinosaurs. Jurassic World. In fact, I don't think there's such thing as dinosaurs. There's anything about the Bible about dinosaurs. Oh, it does. Just no, don't realize it. No, the Earth is 6,000. God made all the creatures. No. The God Earth, made all the creatures. The Earth, all the creatures. All the creatures. The Earth is 6,000. Earth and air. Earth and air and sea. The Earth is... All the creatures. The Earth is 6,000 years old according to the Bible, okay? You tell me how you can have a dinosaur from 200 million years ago. The shit don't add up. It don't add up with the Holy Bible, my friend. There's no way... There's no way we had dinosaurs. There ain't no way. Died in the flood. Who was that guy in the other? He this died in the flood. No, the flood was only about four thousand years ago. I know they died in the flood because they couldn't fit them on the ark. They tried. You know, actually, T Rex kept eating giraffes. I actually, I actually had someone argue with me about this. I, I kid you not, they didn't care about. Carbon dating, they don't want to hear about it, they want to hear about bones. There was also some huge dinosaurs because it's not in the Bible. And the Bible says they're only 6,000 years old, so there's no possible legs. These are the kind of arguments I get into with people, and I don't even know why I get into them. Anyway, continue, sir. Oh, good Lord. Uh, a lot of death going on in Ireland. So if the Banshees and all these other things that foretold death were enough, they got to come up with something else, which is the death coach of Bally Duff. Death coach of Bally Duff. Um, and this is based on a man's frightening experience seeing the death coach. And uh, it's silent. Like the banshees make noise. The death coach is silent. It kind of tricks you into seeing it because it's quiet. They don't know what's coming up on it. They don't. That's sneaking up on you. Yeah, just thing. like your ex Um... <laughs> And usually it's a family member that's going to kick off when they see the death coach. So uh, if you see a coach and there ain't no passengers in the coach, it be the death coach. Mm-hmm. Except today where it might be an Uber. <laughs> with, the, with the self-driving app. So don't be freaked out if you see an Uber with no one in it. It's probably not a death Uber, but you know. That's just silly. Uh, let's see. He's shuffling through the papers. And at this time, I have to say, again, thank you, Diversity Broadcasting yeah, Network, for having us on this wonderful radio show, uh, allowing us to broadcast out to the, the wide world out there. Well, we get a lot of uh, hits on fans are in Russia. The train from what I understand. Maybe it's my last uh, I could be wrong. I'm not pretty sure it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I must have something right in print. Um. So, and I just touched on a bunch of these. There's, there's a whole lot more of crazy, wacky mythology, creatures, monsters going on in Ireland. They so, have a lot of folklore for uh, such a small area when you really think about it. Ireland's really not that large. 
But and you know, and I think it's because they were bored out of their fucking minds. They're starving. There's no potatoes. There's no potatoes. You know. Come to America. Uh, they came to America. They came to make I mean, they was like freaking bumming out. You know, so let's make us some stories and shit, and we'll want to get us happy. No, no, so it's just pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, some of it is scary. You know, stuff you don't hear about. You know, did you hear about the willow tree? Willow tree, I don't know. Did you hear about the muffin man? No, no, listen, listen. No, no this is true. This is a fact. Uh, you'll see willow trees. I think they're called fairy trees. No, fairy trees. Fairy trees and willow trees. I can't remember. Look it up. It's either fairy tree or willow tree. I'm going to go fairy tree because that's what we're talking about. There's a tree. It's a fairy tree, whatever. And if you look at photographs, you can go online and look at, you know, photographs in a field. You'll see no trees, but there'll be one tree there. It'll be the fairy tree. Or you'll look at a, a shot of a shore, a shoreline, and you'll see one tree, it'll be the fairy tree. You only see two trees, you're both fairy trees. And that's where it comes from. If you cut down a fairy tree, you kill a sailor. That's what it is. Bam! It took me a while, but it finally came in the old drunken mind of mine. If you cut down a fairy tree, you're killing a fairy tree, you are actually killing a sailor. So no one, or it brings bad luck. I don't know, kill a sailor, bring bad luck, bring bad luck, something like that. You're fucking yourself basically in the long run. You're fucking someone you know. Not in a good way. No. Yeah, usually fucking someone's a good time, good experience, unless you're drunk and you know what you're doing. But, uh, you know, or if you're married and you shouldn't be fucking around anyway, other than the person you're with, which is kind of boring after, you know, 10 years. But, um, and good, good thing. <laughs> you can't listen to the program. And the <laughs> I'm post, not saying my situation. No post captioning on this show. Why do you always think I'm talking about my life? I, Why do you always say Because you so seem bad? to be talking very... No, I'm, I was married once. I was married once before. Fact. I was married for seven For 10 years? years. Well, you're seven and a half years. Just and I've been with Heather for ten. I've been with Heather for six. So there you go. Well, then there you, you go. Four years I'm just saying, ten years. You got four more years on your you know, They call together. it the seven-year itch for a reason, my friend. And I didn't get the itch when I was married. Somebody else did. Not naming any names. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. No, maybe it was in some ways. You know, I was working third shift. And but anyway, it's another story. Well, yeah, that is another story. Yeah. Someone left the door open and the wrong dogs came home. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. 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 Outlaw. No, that is from not all of Josie Wales. It's well, a Clint Eastwood movie. It's one of them drunken churricods. <laughs> churricods came right home in a dog. It's all their own. Ah, sure, big hurry. Yeah, that's a lassie. Timmy's in the bag. So, anyways, I uh, appreciate you just giving the big shout out to Renee and the Diversity Broadcast Network. And it's probably about time. The fact that they allow us to stay on, stay on the air. Um, so, to, to kind of pay the fare back, we're going to let Renee and her friends talk about biz exposure. And we'll be back in a few. Hi, my name is Vin Gleason. I'm the Director of Marketing for Biz Exposure. And my name is Renee, and I'm the CEO of Diversity Broadcasting Network. We have partnered up with Biz Exposure to help lift your business off the ground. With over 31.8 million views to date, you can get your ad seen instantly. Our digital signage technology can drastically change and improve the way your company interacts and communicates with your customers. This allows you to deliver a personalized and instantly updatable message when and where is most effective for you all the while reducing your costs and increasing your revenue. Join the ranks of many other growing businesses. Building a synergy between our advertisers, our hosts, and our team of representatives and resellers is our biggest priority. 
Contact me at vin at bizexposure.com or call me personally, 315-209-5044. Partner with us. Our partnership with local business owners like you is the foundation of our business model. We extend opportunities and power local businesses. And we're back. Oh, my God. All right. Half hour left to go on the show. And would you like some blackberry oh, flavored brandy? Why not? There we go. Dermagory. Oh, we should have had the Midori. It's and this is uh, Mr. Boston Black Knight. Mr. Boston. Thank you, Mr. Irish. Well, thank you, Boston. Jeff. Thank you for enjoying the fun. Boston. Right. Here's the swimming with. Ball and Banshees. Hey, hey Mr. Green. Woo, baby. <laughs> I like the fireball a little bit better, man. Yeah, actually. This is kind of like cock this year. That may have gone bad. That'll mix well. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. I'm really bored. We're at that point in the show. Oh, we're going to. We're going to. We're going to. Rock roll. Rock roll. <laughs> actually. Actually. If you are a Scooby-Doo fan. I love Scooby-Doo. If you are a Scooby-Doo fan. The. 28th, week of the 28th, the show Supernatural, I don't know if you watch that show, Supernatural, with the, I don't Winchester, have cable. With the Winchester Brothers, Supernatural is going to do a special episode, and they're going to join forces with the Scooby Gang to hunt demons and whatever else they might be hunting that, that week. Huh. So that should be interesting, incorporating live actors with the animation and getting Supernatural Boys, Dean and Sam Winchester, uh, hooked up with Fred, Fred, right? Fred is yeah. Fred is name, Fred Velma, Daphne, Scooby and Shaggy. And that kind of reminds me of when Deep Space Nine went back in time to Troubles with Tribbles. Oh yeah, that was a funny episode. That was a great episode. That was a funny episode. That was a great episode. And folks, the reason I have cable is not because I'm poor, because uh, he's always playing on a worker center anyway, because I keep buying toys. Um, the toys that they're not going to show uh, but anyway, uh, don't require batteries because you know I just don't see you know the, they give you these channels you have to accept. Why would I pay 150 or 175 or 100 whatever it is 125 dollars a month for shit I don't even want to watch? If I could pick what channels I wanted through the entire spectrum, I would pay in a heartbeat. But I can't. So what I have is the fastest, baddest internet they offer. Okay, that's what I have in my house, yeah. and I watch everything. You know, yeah. Netflix. Hulu, YouTube, so do we. You know, Showtime Go, all kinds of shit. HBO, what the fuck it's called? I got everything. You know? I know, so do so, we. Yeah. We, we still watch these programs. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like cable. I refuse that. And I heard it got a lot worse. I guess no one can watch yes, the Nancy. They turn to 500. They, they, People, they, they're, a dis, they're having a disagreement with Fox or something. They couldn't watch the cable with 500. Are you fucking kidding me? Cable is dead. <laughs> cable is dead. And as soon as they wrap their heads around the fact that cable's dead, they're going to screw us out on the internet. And I think they already did that with net neutrality yeah. being revoked. And that's Trump's rescinded. fault. That is, that that is, is that. Trump's he, fault. He, he, he may have to fix that issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, let me tell you, more people now use fire sticks and 
Hulu and Netflix and Roku. I Roku, heard that Roku thing is a really cool Roku, thing to have. I heard really good things and, about that. And um, uh, there's a new kind of cable, not cable service, but it's a new app watching service. And uh, Machete advertises it. Danny, Danny Travaco, the Mexican actor who plays all the bad guys. Uh, I don't watch very movies, many movies anymore. Uh, and you know how I am. Useless. Anyways. Yeah. Oof. Just like my ex wife. <sighs> just said I was useless. Just like my ex wife. So. God damn it. No, no, no. Let's speak some truth to I'm getting sympathetic at moment. So, um. <laughs> So yeah, so this week, this week, this week in nonsense. That should be the title of the segment of the show. This week, this week in nonsense. This week in nonsense. That's a good show. What do you got? What do you got for us this week in nonsense? Right now, we're talking about right now or next week? This week, right now. Right now. Like what was going on this week? Uh, what what stupid shit was going on this week that keeps us distracted? What's really going on in the world? Well, I, I think the the, uh, the firing the FBI director. The firing the FBI director was probably was, a, was part the of the biggest it, yeah. one. Uh, getting rid of Rex Tillerson was another one. Um, you know the all the claims against Russia and the the, the biological attacks in Britain and of course the fixing Ooh, yeah, of the Russian origin. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. You know, and as I said, we gotta be careful what we say about our Russian friends. Uh, I'm a big supporter, so don't kill me. You can kill Andrew, don't kill me though. Uh, you know, Thanks. yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't get it. He's a big teddy bear. Well, who would I do the show with if you were gone? I don't know. That would really suck. You know, back to Let's Talk Bells. Ah, fuck that. I couldn't do that. You know why? Because I'm a star now. You are. Uh, yeah, you're uh, on show. Yeah, I'm a, yeah you're so on I couldn't show. go back. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as a guest, I go back yeah, as a time guest. Bills, you know, I go back as a guest. Let's talk it all with Jeff and Am. That's right. Bills. We're guests. We're, 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 yeah, we're guests. We are, we are stars. Hosts. We're stars. Hosts. We're stars. Hosts. Okay, host stars. We're the hosts. We're host stars. Stars host. We're, we're, the, we're, we're the, the king of the crops. King of the kingdoms. You know, we have your kingdom, I have my kingdom. King. And we bring our kingdoms together. King Don't show. You know, I view you as an equal partner. King Dai. As you view me as an equal partner. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. You know, so. um, and as I, I give uh, Anvil here many, many, many props, and I forgot to do it this year, uh, I read the show. Uh, he is the master behind our webpage. He's the master behind all our online posts. I don't have any savvy for that kind of stuff um, at all. I have good little ideas, but I don't know how to do like, the stuff he does. Um, and he's the one that makes that kind of magic happen. So a big kudos to you, sir. Big kudos. Um, I'm more... Of the guy that just likes to talk once in a while, you know, shoot his mouth off, you know, hopefully he knows what he's to talk about some of the time. Ah, most of the time. Okay, maybe half the time. Hey, a quarter of the time. Who the fuck am I kidding? You know, and uh, let's talk about whatever. You know, that's how we call it. Let's talk it all. Let's talk it all. Uh, we do. And you see that? You see that over there? That piece of machinery was... Almost 300 bucks. That metal detector? The metal detector. It's only $300. In, in, you know how many times I've used it? I was just saying, is that, I had to is have that it. the only place to spend such a guy? No, no. I've used it at least five times. But I've used it five times, and that was I've had it for two years. And it was $300. And I got it for my birthday. Heather was nice tonight to buy it for me. I really should use it more. So you should. You stick it with you when you go out uh, to the... 
you're right. I pleasant, should. The pleasant, majestic trails. Pleasant captain. Because yeah, people whatever. drop and shit all the time. They are. Wheelers. I could find all oh, yeah. kinds of stuff. Imagine what you might find out I there. I might find keys Money. and rabbit foots and all kinds of neat shit. Rabbit foots? I love that rabbit well, that, foot. Will that detect right. rabbit's feet? Well, the, the keychain. Oh, it's the keychain key part. And just the rabbit's foot out there? Not the, not the actual uh, part, okay. but the keychain part. The metal that part. makes sense. But I have found some pretty cool stuff. I found, we went up to Heather's property. Uh, uh, there's a ton of property that her parents have. Like it's like 10 acres or something. And uh, here's a funny thing. I don't know if I should talk about this in here, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Is it about work? No. Well, then you can talk about it. Okay, I can talk about it. Yeah, it's kind of family I'm going to talk about it anyway. So uh, her parents, who are just two of the most wonderful people you'd ever meet. I mean, like the biggest heart, her father and her mother, are just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people, um, have adopted... Uh, See one, two, three, four other children. So you know they're late fifties, early sixties, and they have four kids. One is like two years old. Really? Yeah. And they adopt all these children, and they 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 just they homeschool them. They they're church and every Sunday. Those type of people, just rock solid good people. And they came to each of the siblings, uh, her brother. And her two sisters and said, Look it, whoever agrees to take the kids gets the house, all our possessions, and of course the family land, which is here in New York because they live in Florida. Are they still adopted? <laughs> no, they're done. Uh, listen, listen. Uh, so everyone, everyone said no. Me and Heather really? discussed it. It took us 50 seconds to say yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't about, we didn't even know what came with, you know, what right. came with. We're like, we have a big house, we have a big attic, we can make more rooms, you know, we would love to have all the extra kids. You know, it wasn't even a thought process of behind any financial gain, it was, it's family, it's the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and that's not a knock against any other person in the family no, at all. No, Everyone has no. their own things going on, and I get that, totally understand it, but to us, it was the right thing to do no matter what. And, and then we found out that, you know, everything came... With that responsibility, which was kind of cool, nice, you know. So anyway, so we used the property once in a while. We first got the four wheeler, the big one, the grizzle. We took it right up there the first day and got it up there, sure. running on the property and made tracks. But I took the metal detector that day, and her grandfather had built a house on that property, mm -hmm. and it's long gone. But on that property, I found her grandmother's teapot, and it's uh, or teacup, one of the big teacups. And okay. sitting upstairs, got a metal base on it, nice. beautiful design. I found that buried nice. with that metal detector. If that's not the coolest thing in the world, I don't know what is. Um, well, I might, I might. No, that's a cool thing. Go to it is cool. Right. It is okay. cool. It is cool. I won't say I have it topped. Don't say it topped. The top I don't know exactly. I have something that equals that, Jeffy. Um, equals good. Equally, equally kind of cool. Okay. Um, a lot of approached by a client a few weeks back. He's having all kinds of uh, problems. He's, he, he thinks there's energies or entities around him or at his home or his kid's home and things like that. And uh, he talked to us. We, we, we kind of got, you know, sucked into the whole thing. So Sunday we went out to his property because we wanted to go out and talk to him and get a feel for the property. We wanted to do not a full-blown investigation, but take out some of the some of the toys and See what we can pick up and things like that. Um, you didn't bring a fucking spirit box, did you? One of the... I think it's shit, but go ahead. Oh, no, I guess we need to start. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, one of the things he has 
and this is very cool, is his, his parents, his parents or his, his aunt, his aunt, which would be his mother's sister, knew the Bordens in Massachusetts. Hmm. Do you know who the Bordens are? No, I have no idea. Lizzie like, Borden. Like I knew something. Lizzie Borden. I pretend. Are you familiar with Lizzie Borden? No, I don't. And that's why I'm, you see, you're not following my lead here. When I go, hmm. oh, really? It's you just shouldn't ask the question like you know who they are because it makes me a jackass. I don't know who the hell you're fucking talking about, but I'm saying yes, like I really do, but I really don't. But go ahead. I have no idea who you're talking about. Alright, so... Are they related to Joe Biden? Possibly. Okay, go So, ahead. Lizzie Borden, not Biden. Oh, I don't know. It started with a B. Shit, what do I know? So, those that do know the Lizzie Borden story, this this young girl was accused of killing her parents, her father and her stepmother, oh, shit. with an axe. That's a bad day. I can't remember how the poem goes. Uh, Lizzie Borden... Gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she'd done, she gave her father 41. I could use 42. <laughs> so, yeah, really. So, anyway, so Lizzie Borden. Why would you say that in the air? That's horrible. Lizzie Borden. Uh, they never convicted her. They arrested her. They tried her. She OJ'd it and got out of. Well, look at it. Um. He has one of the you original... You know, if you actually turn those two symbols around, you got J-O. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and if he's black hair, she could be Milligan. So it could be me, I get what you're saying. So, um... So, anyways... Has a bed from the original Lizzie Borden house. Get the hell out A bed. Oh, shit. And I, that could be the source of the... Well, no, because Lonnie went up, checked it out, and... There's nothing, nothing attached to the bed, but just that, that's kind of cool. Right, that is kind of cool. Alani, Alani's all kinds of, about the Lizzie No, and she, Alani is the It's real a bed deal. and breakfast now, and she's you know what sold there. me? You know what sold me on Alani, and I may interrupt your story, and I do this all the time, do you not? I apologize, I'm pulling the That's all right. Oh. And you're getting used to it. Oh. How much time we got? We got Oh, yeah. We got Austin. We got Austin. We got Austin. This is quick. We're shit. going to a four-hour program. Four-hour program. Four hours. Program. Four hours. Um. There was two things that sold me on line. The first one was we were at Steve's, and we were all installed Let's Talk Go, so we were the original crew, by the way. Yeah, And uh, Steve was not, he had to go take a pee or go to the house or something. But you, me, and Alani, I think maybe Will were all sitting in the room. Mm-hmm. And she goes, huh. And you said what? It was you. Yeah. And uh, she goes, I remember what kind of dogs they were. Right. Or some shit just walked in the room. Some kind of dog walked into the room, a spirit dog. And uh, kind of looked around and walked out, and was and you know she said that to us. We're like, wow, it's pretty far out. And when Steve walked in, she told Steve what happened. And Steve, you know, Steve is very anti-psychic. I don't know if he's about Steve or not. Oh yeah, I know. He hates. He just, oh, yeah. They're all bullshit. But that was the first time I saw Steve. Like, yeah, huh? Maybe there's something to this because he actually had that type of dog. Like thirty fucking years ago or something like that. Right. In this the house. Was, this was the first or second show we did out there. Yeah. yeah. And. We really didn't know Steve. We've been, we knew him from being at like ghost things, kind of knew he was with right, Let's right. Talk Ghosts, and right. they did the show, but we really didn't 
know Steve. Right, right. Didn't know that much about him. We were two separate groups, and we kind of bumped into each other once in a while, but not enough to say, oh, yeah, I had these dogs that were like this. And information wasn't there. Couldn't Google it. Couldn't not. A lot of the spirit dog. And it was the type the, of dog that Steve the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right down to a T. Yeah. Right down a line described it. Steve knew exactly what it was. Yeah, and that, that blew Steve away. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, I was there. I saw it. I knew his expressions. I know the man. It blew him away. And that was awesome. Now, the second thing that sold me was uh, the first time she was here for a show. The only time she did a show with us. It's the only time she's been here, actually. Um, my house is haunted. I know that. I've had... I don't want to talk about it a lot. I've had a ton right. of experience because A, I've had alien experiences. B, I've heard a fucking Sasquatch. And then one of two people I saw ghosts too because, or had ghost experiences. Yeah, that'd be the, yeah, yeah, this the, guy's a nut fucking nutcase. That'd be the trifecta for the nutcase. Exactly. The guy's a nutcase. Yeah. I'm like, you know, so I don't even bring that shit up over my house. But when she, we done, did the show, the show was over. Yep. She was, I want to see the other side of the, the basement. So we opened up the door, the other side, away from the bar. And she goes, huh. Oh, and it was Honey. And she goes, there's an old man standing what? there. Yeah, I mean, she's seeing something. Yeah. And I'm like, no shit. And because she goes, and you had like experience here? I go, yeah, but I don't literally tell him. And she goes, well, I'm, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a spirit here. There's an old man. And he's standing right over there. And uh, that sold me because I have had a ton of experience. Not just me. Heather, Heather. her sister, uh, uh, other ex-girlfriends. <laughs> and experiences this house uh, where this house is definitely you know spirited but anyway I had to throw it in there so go back to your story sir so so Alani yeah she's a big, oh I was making a point Alani's right. a real deal yeah, that's real what deal. I'm making yeah. so Alani's a big Lizzie Borden fan she's with the case history and the whole thing so when we were living in Rhode Island we were like all of maybe 20 minutes from the original Lizzie Borden homestead in uh, Fall Fall River, Massachusetts, so we went up, and it's a, it's a it's a bed and breakfast slash museum. The fact that it's a bed and breakfast is kind of funny too. We never actually stayed, but because we we couldn't get them to just well, we didn't want to pay what they wanted us to pay just to get the place one night for us to have the place to ourselves. But uh, but there's there's all these famous photos of where the bodies were and how they were laid out and. Where they died and this, that, and everything else. So, we're here. We're, ta we're taking the, the tour. And it's kind of a self-guided tour. And there were a couple people inside talking about things, explaining things. But every place there was a photo that Alani remembered of where the body was. She would lay down in the body position. Like there was a photo <laughs> of where the, the father died on the couch. And he's sprawled out on the couch. And one arm's this direction, one arm's that direction. And I look over and Lonnie's laying on this couch in the same <laughs> And it's not the original couch. None of the furniture was original. Right, there. right, right. But Lonnie's laying on this couch the same way. I'm like, you sick bitch. What are you doing? He's not just so, calling bitch a lot. I guess we're so, so yeah, she knows. I threw my So, uh, <laughs> you know, and then so we get to the souvenir shop and uh, they had little bottles of Lizzie Borden basement dirt. Wow. So we have dirt from the Lizzie Borden house. Oh. Huh. So, so yeah, so that was kind of the cool thing. We had, uh, we did this mini investigation. I haven't gone through the evidence yet. Um, but this guy had a, they call it a three-quarter bed. It's not, it's bigger than a twin, but it's not a full-size bed. And uh, nice, nice, nice artwork and wood designs on and stuff like that. But apparently this guy swears that 
was in the Lizzie Borden house mm. at the time of the murders. Okay. You know, I just want to throw this out to you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever need somebody to carry equipment or assist, I'll keep on my shit. I just want to experience these kind of things. You know, I kind of go along with an investigation. I'm okay. not going to say anything, but I do anything to shut my mouth and carry equipment, help you set it up, whatever. You guys do your thing, and I'll just kind of observe. I would love to do that, just so you're aware. Okay. Just so you're just rolling it out to you. We don't have people going along. We, I never I never think about it. And I would, and I would tell you. I want to be a silent guy. I don't want yeah, to be. That's... I want to talk to somebody. I just want to, you know, <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm just here to assist. I'm carrying the equipment and set it up. And, you know, and just unlearning. And I'm good with that? I'm an apprentice. I'm good with that. <laughs> um, unfortunately, ghost hunting is rarely like the TV. But no, no, I understand that. I was with Let's Talk Ghosts. Well, we that's true. Did, we did investigations. I mean, you know, you go yeah. out, yeah. you spend it's hours. It's boring. And it's not to get, <laughs> most of the time, yeah. most of the time, it's not to get back doing the evidence and sifting right that you find stuff right very rarely do you, do you have, actually something have something happen to crazy you happen. right i don't know that to tell you a couple weeks you ago, were on an investigation together weren't we at with some place we were at the mansion the mansion, you know, the mansion which is a area. freaky place yeah it was a freaky we should place. do a show live from there one time and we did have something freaky happen there when me and heather actually rented that's right you rented the room like the next yes weekend. yes we did and uh we did have something happen yeah you know we heard a well she was out cold I was on the floor. She, you and know, she was not close. You heard it. And there was no one else in the house because right. they went out. But there was a loud <laughs> boom in the house. I'll never forget it. It scared the shit right out of me. That scared the shit right out of me. Yeah. Well, true fact. Um, yeah, right. so it's, they said, but uh, and I, I don't know if I talked about it here or after we were off the air, but we were at another client's house a few weeks ago. And when Elani and I walked in, I apologize if I'm repeating this, we both distinctly heard an elderly female voice say, hello. No shit. And we thought, because the client on the way in was talking about when her mother, because it was a little icy out still, it was one of those thaw, ice, thaw, ice right. weeks we had, and that, you know, she had to be careful with her, when her mother stays about the, the sidewalk, because her path was all like cobblestone and being icy. So I thought, and I know a lot of people thought the same thing, that her mother was there. So when we walked in and heard the hello, we didn't think anything of it because we both responded. But we didn't think anything of it until we realized there was no one in the fucking room <laughs> except us and the client. And uh, the first thing I saw, the first thing I saw, and it didn't seem like it was it because it didn't sound like it come, came from that direction, is she had... One of the Alexis or Google Google boxes that you talk to, and it does like personal assistant. You, ever, you know what I'm talking about? You don't know what I'm talking about. Not really. Quite, no. All right. So. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're all liberal based, by the way. There's a whole video on right, that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Jesus Christ! So, by the way, no, folks, I gotta interrupt the story. I got it. <laughs> there was a, there was a video you watch. They ask it questions online on YouTube. And it says, Jesus Christ is a mythological creature. I ain't making this up, right? But the prophet of Muhammad was real. Go ahead and hammer yeah, I'm not know. making this shit up. No, no, he's Honest not. to God. I'll try to find the video and put it on yeah. my page. So I saw it sitting over there. And I'm like, is that on? And she goes, well, it is. I said, has it ever, has it ever chimed up 
when someone comes in or out that door and say hello to people as they walk in or out. Because I don't know what these things do. Right. Yeah, right. They're designed to do. They're designed to pick up on ambient sound sometimes in response. That's what it picks up a human voice in response to a question. Right. So I don't know if it was something that, you know, like it picked up door opening and just said hello because the door opened. She goes, no. She goes, it doesn't do that. It's never done that. She goes, I'll turn it off. No. I said, thank you. But it didn't sound like it was coming from there. It was we both could swear to whatever God we believe in that there was a person in the living room that said hello to us when we walked in. It was audible. We could hear it. I could hear it. It wasn't Alani picking up on it. So we actually changed our whole way. We Anytime now when we go to investigation, we actually turn on one tape recorder before we even walk into place. Good idea. So we could catch something like that. We'll probably never catch it again. But this was... And this was really try, probably truly my first experience with a disembodied voice outside of listening to Evidence Reveals. Hmm. Freaky as hell. <laughs> it was clear. There was, there was no mistake. Hello. Hi. Hello from the other side. You know, weird. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of a couple points. At least born and bred. Um, and just we did. I did evidence on it. We didn't pick up anything else. Uh, we were using dowsing rods to kind of get answers to questions. We had some interesting stuff with that. But uh, overall, we didn't pick up anything else. It was what we personally had in his experience. And uh, the dowsing rod session, which uh, I may put up at some point. And um, dowsing rods are interesting. I don't. Know. They they weren't a big big to do with let's talk ghosts. Uh, I never used them. Um, but you know what I'm talking about dowsing right, rods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we use them a lot of time. We find we are very low tech. We are very low tech uh, ghost hunters. We are ghost hunting on a budget, so to speak. Um, because Steve, we are we are not. Steve is not. Steve is not. Steve, Steve is high tech. Steve is high tech. He's got all the toys. Look at the guy. Credit. He, he has a lot of toys. Yeah. If I could buy one toy though, and I know you just said it was bullshit. <laughs> spirit box. Oh God, that thing is shit. Spirit box. Oh no 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 no. You know it's what? A random voice you know generator. Man. No, it's not. It's Jeff. I get it, and I'm a, I'm as skeptical as the next person. You know that. You know. I do know you're I don't buy into. I'm looking for who's under the table. You know who's behind the curtain. We did. Tracy Lords. We did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, choking, I had to choking little loveless. Anyways, we did invest. We last year snipe snipe fest. We did a hunt at the Parkview Hotel and Restaurant mm-hmm. afterwards. And we had with us some of our guest speakers, uh, Daniel Class, um, Sean Austin, uh, were the two that were with us. And uh, Daniel brought his, just don't even start, brought, brought his, um, they call this, this particular one, it's called a geoscope. And let me tell you, this thing was freaky as hell. We went down to the basement, and he brought that with us, and he had down there. We had two things going. We had we had a, a flashlight, and the the gimmick with the flashlight, the gimmick I call it a gimmick. The gimmick with the flashlight is that you loosen the battery cap just enough for the flashlight to go out. And then you see if anything causes it to go back on. 
So between the between the flashlight and the geoscope, we were in touch with something. And the, the geoscope, and again, this is probably part of part of the effect of why people think it's, think it's crap. It comes across with this eerie, echoey voice when it talks, but you can't distinguish between female and male voices. It was answering questions. It was making the flashlight work in conjunction with it. It was, if these things weren't two, three, four grand, I would get one and have that be my indulgence into high-tech equipment. All right, I'll give you credit there because I've been in that, uh, that particular area. Uh, uh, established many times. Oh, that place is the first, jam-packed with spirits. No, it is. And the first time I went in there, I immediately, and I am not psychic, and I, I guess Alani said I'm a, uh, how would she call me, an empath when it comes to emotions or yeah. something like that. Because I, I, it's a long story. I'll get to another show. But anyway, I immediately picked up on something, and I said to the bartender, and I was with a friend, and I said, this place is, I didn't say it as a question. I said, this place is haunted, isn't it? As a statement. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and goes, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the employees yeah. know it. They're, yeah. yeah. And when mm-hmm. I went, I had to go upstairs for some reason. This before the second floor was even finished. And uh, it was a bathroom. I don't know what the hell was up there for a reason. But I could feel, I could literally feel something watching me. I could feel it. Like, it's hard to explain to people. You know, you just get that, that cold chill up your spine or your hair, your hair starts to stand up a little. But it was, I could feel, I mean, when I walked in the bar, I knew it. But when I went upstairs, I really, really felt it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a true story. That, oh, yeah. This place. Be, this that place had to be seven, crazy. eight years ago now. You know, so. I would tell you, we've we done a couple investigations there. We had, we had the first one we had kind of so-so results. Uh, but this time we went back, and we, we had actually put it out as an open, open investigation. Um, and we took 15 people we didn't know, plus two guest investigators and Lonnie and myself. And... Uh, this place was just ramped up, ramped up with stuff. And come to find out they had, they're doing renovations, which always has a tendency to do that. But the upstairs, the first time we were there, had probably eight or nine different rooms. They're small rooms, but they had eight or nine different rooms in this top floor. They had gutted the entire top. It was just one big open space now. Wow. And talk about freaky. Because I kind of remember where things were when we were up there the first time in the layout. So I knew where things were, but a lot of the people didn't. So we got upstairs, and again, the other investigator, uh, I think Sean was with us upstairs. He didn't have the the um, the same device they had down in the basement. It was a similar one, but it was a little bit smaller version, and. Uh, he was sitting up against the wall, and I knew the history, and I knew what was going on. And we kind of give them some heads up. We told them, you know, there was a woman up there, and, you know, she died, and, you know, we can't, but we didn't get into the whole thing. And he's sitting against the wall, and he's talking, and, you know, he's asking about, you know, is there, who died up here? Is the woman up here died? And blah, blah. And it's saying murder and toilet. And going on, right? So it sounds funny because you're not you're not connecting the dots, right? I'm, I was kind of guiding the thing, so I kind of stayed out of the picture. I was kind of at the bottom steps, so I had access to the lights and could turn them off and put them back on when they were done. And uh, we got done, and, and Sean came down, 
And I said, you were up against the, the far wall on the right, correct? Right in the middle of the room? He goes, yeah. I said, I said, do you want to know why it was saying what it was saying to you? He goes, sure. I said, well, when we did our last investigation, well, actually the last couple of times we've been in the place, that was kind of a community bathroom for that floor. And both times, Lonnie picked up on a young woman who had self-aborted in the bathroom. So where you were sitting and asking the questions, child had died. And it could very well have been, she could have very well been sitting on the toilet at the start of it. Right. When it happened. And then later was in the bathtub where she actually bled to death in the bathtub. And now we're sore tormented for eternity. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, and so I, I know, and I know you like. The, I know you like the abortion side of the story, so that's why I brought it up. I don't like the <laughs> side of it. I don't so, like it. I'm so like, I brought it over here with fucking, you know, fucking, you know, twirling shit above my head. Yay! <laughs> but it was it was crazy to listen to this stuff, and it was just like I said, the that that place is just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is. I can only imagine what's going to be like when they get finished and they're actually renting out those rooms. And oh, make I'm it, staying. And make it back into a bed and breakfast. Yeah, I'm staying. Go and, uh, yeah, cause it's gonna be, well, it's going to be great because the, the second floor is going to be bed and breakfast. Third floor is going to be office space. Mm. That's, uh, yeah, so uh, that'll be very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just... Again, like I said, you know as well, I'm in a lot of skeptical too. She'll be the first one to call bullshit if she thinks it's bullshit. You know, she'll do it with the clients too. Oh, she? yeah. Well, if she thinks. Me and her picked up the same thing at uh, one show we all went to. We knew somebody was bullshit right from the get go. And unfortunately, some asshole had to be, oh, I'll give you a ride back we need to go. Not naming any names, Steve. And uh, on the entire trip, all I had to listen to was bullshit come out of this lady's mouth. And I'm sitting in the back seat mumbling to myself. And Will's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, this lady's fucking full of bullshit. This lady's fucking full of bullshit. I got more psychic ability in my fucking little toe on my left nut than this lady has on her whole body. But anyway, man. So, <laughs> yeah, community, a lot of you had something else to do that day. And we weren't going straight home anytime soon. <laughs> Not Steve. Nope. Nope, not Steve. You know, and it was funny that we got to the meetup point. Her ride wasn't there. Oh, yeah. What did I do? I jetted the car. I walked across the street to my own restaurant and sat in there and let them to deal with her. I said, call me when you're ready. (laughs) True story. Smart move. No jokes. Smart move. Yep. Done with the bullshit. Oh, so that wraps up another fine episode of Let's Talk It All. I want to again thank to Renee from Diversity Broadcasting Network for allowing us to throw our podcast on there Friday nights at 9 o'clock, 9 to 11. That's our time slot, 9 to 11, 11.01, 11.02, 11 11.03. Depends how the show goes. Um, we appreciate it. And I know sometimes we get carried away. Sometimes we may violate an FCC law here and there. But I don't think it applies to podcasts. Nah, it doesn't. Because no one has started starting yet, so I'm good with that. Yeah, so we got the First Amendment. Yeah. Backed up by the Second Amendment. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Backed up by Russia. So we're all good. Oh, lad, baby. Um, 
www.diversitybroadcastingnetwork.com is where you can catch us on Friday nights. Also, and I will tell you this, also, there is an app called TuneIn. 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 TuneIn Radio. Hmm. Download the app. Put in DBN, and it should bring up the Diversity Broadcasting channel, and you can save it, and actually it's quicker to get on to Diversity Broadcasting that way than going through the website. Okay. Yep. Huh. I know I work third shift on Fridays, and every now and then I'll wake up before the show's done. Before I have to get up to go to work? Oh, I mean, wake up for work. Yeah, you're not, well, not sleeping with, at work. No, not, not sleeping <laughs> at work. I'm um, sleeping before I go to work, and sometimes I'll wake up before I have to get up to go to work. And if I know it's before 11 o'clock, I'll quickly hit that and listen to a little bit of the show, make sure that we're on the air, haven't been pulled from the air, and make sure it's the right show that we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, tune in, tune in Radio is another way to get there. It's also linked onto Renee's page. At Diversity Broadcasting Network, uh, if you want to get to it that way. But we appreciate everything you do. Uh, we are Let's Talk It All at Let's Talk It All.com. Uh, the website is up and going. Uh, yeah, I just jumped through one hoop to get there, and that's click on the icon of the astronaut on the moon drinking a beer. You click on that, it takes you to the website that we got set up now. Uh, we also have started a blog on the website. We have started a blog. We have started a blog. Jeff, this is news to Jeff. Yep, that's because me. Jeff didn't know. <laughs> um, but we are going to connect some of the stuff that we talk about and put it actually in writing with pictures and information so that you can access it more more easily. I should probably know how to do this. <laughs> well, if none of us know how to write. If we can I Jeff can write. And if, I'm if, gifted there, my friend. If Jeff can write and I get it write. onto Word document... I can do that. I will get it up to the to the blog without a problem. Right. I can I this I can do. So this would be a good place for Jeff to send you photographs too. The gold photographs came on there. Uh, if you can put the Kennedy stuff together. I can do that. Uh, and whatever we get that posted. But uh, you can get to the blog through our website as well. But for now, we're gonna sign off here quickly. I'm gonna let Jeff sign off because oh, it, is, it is my turn. Because it is the tradition for Jeff to talk about Whatever. Bullshit. The, the Starship. Starship. Mindset. Mindset. That was the thing I came up with work. I was trying to figure out something cool to put my emails. It was uh, let your mind be the Starship that propels mankind in the future. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. You know. Steve, what Steve Let's Talk Ghost had. Let, uh, um, remember, the best instrument. The best. The best. What the hell was it? The, the best, the best tool in best investigation, investigation is you. Everything, else everything else is just run on batteries. batteries. Yeah, that's so, a great statement. We like that one. Yeah. I, I kind of was waiting to do the the best tool. My penis in the investigation <laughs> is you. Is in you're the tool. But anyways, yeah. um, you're a tool. It would yeah. It would, it would have different. <laughs> it would it would mean different when I say it. Um, so. All right, all right, all right. All you right. are, Let's you go. are the best tool. <laughs> I am the best tool in the investigation. I am the best tool, you are the tool in the investigation. That's what I like to say. All right, all right. I'm gonna finish this off right now. All right, say, right now. I'm just going with the, the right now. thing we've done is uh, remember, folks. Let your mind be the starship that propels mankind. Get plot.
Hey, I'm not